Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, coming at you not live from Colonia, Germany. It's David, Seth, and Joe Pro. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Hello. I'm excited. Hello. If you hear this random Guten noise, tag. if you hear this random ramping up noise in the background, we can't figure out what it is, and we've just assumed it's a technological ghost that we can't control. Um, so hopefully. It is an actual ghost. Hopefully, based Luigi will help us out and come vacuum it up. Luigi's dead. (laughs) Luigi is dead, David. How do you forget and move on so easily? That was not cool. Too soon. (laughs) I really hope that Nintendo realizes what poor taste it is to release, uh, like, re-release a video game of a dead character. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of rude. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, but we decided no to, shame. uh, bring Joe back on, uh, to talk some Smash and other Nintendo news because, uh, it's Gamescom week, which is a, it's not as big as E3, but it gets, uh, it gets hectic and there's been a bunch of really random Switch news. Uh, so we're going to talk about all that good stuff and, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really excited. Uh, just quick notes. If you... Yep. Good. What? What? All right. Um, <laughs> All right, then. Uh, if you want to go to <laughs> suplexthesticks.com, uh, you can check it out. It's in progress, but uh, we're continually going to be working on it. That's a... Uh, it's... it's a passion project of mine and uh yeah i want everyone to look at it and uh let us know what you think um by the time you hear this me and uh my co-conspirator nick will have worked on it for a long time and it will be ready for your viewing hopefully so because it'll be thursday night by the time this comes out i'm sure um so with that let's jump into what we played this week um which i have little new to to report on in that i played a lot of picross s2 uh where as i said i didn't play okami last week i did actually start it i got about an hour and a half in I'm in the I'm in the first town messing around, and the game is just as beautiful as I remember it, and it is also as wordy as I remember it. And so, I was getting real frustrated with all the speech bubbles, and I just wanted to turn my brain off and play some puzzles. And so I I I am almost through eighty of the hundred and fifty base puzzles in the new Picross game for Switch. So nice. I've yeah, I've definitely put some time and effort into that. And this one doesn't do as much of a a guilt trip when you mess up in it, which I'm not a huge fan of. So in other Picross games, and and correct me if I'm wrong, the, at least the one I played on 3DS, if you had three strikes, you failed. 
and in this one it does not have any amount of strikes you just don't get the perfect metal if you don't finish it perfectly which is also a kind of punishment in and of itself because you get no strikes <laughs> you if you mess up at all it's no metal and so there have been some levels i've just decided you know what i i made a goof i'm going to come back to it i would say i have about 75 to 80% with the metal the other 20 i i don't uh, so not bad yeah it's i just started getting to the 15 by 15 grid puzzles which are much more challenging than the 10 by 10 of course and so I, it, that's that's how it goes yeah and uh, i'm excited i'm excited to get deeper into it because it's it's getting crazy every 15th level is a level where they don't give you strikes but they also don't tell you when you mess up so it's that that is a whole different challenge because you have to find your baseline and build the puzzle it's it's a i find those a lot more fun than the ones that will tell you when you've messed up in my opinion just because I, I like the challenge so if you think those are good, you should try um, actual Picross on paper. Oh, man. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I, I think I could, but I I panic sometimes so much between like clicking and not clicking that I, I don't know if my anxiety could handle that. Oh, my gosh. It has... <laughs> Was, is Picross on paper? I know it might be a stupid question. Like, has there been Picross books made? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I should pick up some of those. Because I, I always thought it was just a video game. A puzzle game that was made. No. It has other names as well. Uh, to, like, if... You may find a book of it, but it doesn't have the word Picross on it. I forget what the other name of it is. Well, it's the same. Just, you know. um, yeah. All right. It's got a Japanese name, much like Sudoku. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I I definitely will have to look that up because I really enjoy this. I I get such a calming sense of joy from it. My only my only complaint about the game is that it doesn't have any sort of changes when it comes to music it is just the same music track which is not a huge issue at all but after 80 puzzles uh you know you might want to hear a little bit of variety so but mo you can just listen to music yeah yeah you just mute it and then play something else yeah i know but i I kind of like the song. I just want more good music. Like I, I like the one. I like the song, but I kind of want it to go away I, from time. To yeah, time. I like the one song. I would like more songs in the style of that. But the game only wants to give me that one, so that's that's fine. Um, other than that, I tried to play 
and this will feed into some of our news, I tried to play Halo 5 multiplayer again this past week, and um, I got wiped really bad. Like, it was, it was not even, it was silly. Uh, those, the people playing that game still know the maps so intricately, it is hard to compete with them. And it was fun, but it also was just brutal. So I don't know if that's going to happen again, but, you know. Um, but with that... Yeah, too bad. Yeah, too bad. I want to pass it off to Joe and see what he's been playing. All right, thank you. So I have finally gotten into the Octo expansion with Splatoon 2. Um, I downloaded it like a month or a month and a half ago towards when it released, but I hadn't gotten around to actually playing it. So I've been starting to get back into Splatoon 2 and doing some of the ranked battles and then try out Octo expansion. I think I'm about halfway through so far. I really like it. I mean, the gameplay is great. The music is amazing. I, I can't get over how great the soundtrack and that mode is. It kind of sounds more like Metroid than Splatoon, um, but that's fine because it, it sounds great. And the uh, difficulty level, I'm a fan of it. I know some people have been saying they you know, thought it was too hard, but I thought that the old Splatoon single player was too easy. So uh, for me, it kind of worked out very nicely. Um, and then the other games I've been playing is Inside and Limbo by Play Dead. I am fortunate enough that because of my YouTube channel, I sometimes get reached out to with like free download codes for some really small games like these two. And so they were two games I'd never played before, but I was given, uh, emailed a free download code for both of them to try it out and let people know how good they were. And they were very good. I don't know if you guys have played them, but they're fantastic little puzzle platformers. No, I, I haven't touched that. Okay. Yeah, so they're like both very stylized, um, kind of story-based and atmospheric-based 2D side-scroller puzzle platformers. And so there's a lot that goes into them, but they're only a few hours long, but they're like really top-notch games that are like 15 bucks on the eShop. And they were originally on like PS4, Xbox, and Steam. Awesome. They're definitely games that I've been wanting to play, but haven't gotten around to. Yeah, and then Little Nightmares is another one that's very similar, which I haven't played that one, but I've heard a lot of good things about it as well. I uh, Let me warn you, I, I said this in the episode where we talked about it, um, buy that game when it's on sale, because it's a really good game, but man, is it only like three hours long, if not four. Like, it is really short, but it is very, very good. Very good. Yeah, I would say the same thing for Inside and Limbo. I think Limbo's only maybe like three or four hours long, and Inside might be like six hours long. Oh my gosh, I what was I thinking? I have played Limbo. I love that game. I thought you said something else. Yeah, it's like the little black and white. Yeah, yeah. Game. I've never played Inside. I need to play that okay, for sure. Well, Inside is just like Limbo, except it's at least ten times better. It's <sighs> so great. And if you play it at night with the lights off and you're... Like Home Alone, and you're just going through it. It's it's very intense. <laughs> that that is very high praise because I I have a very soft spot in my heart for Limbo. So if you're if you're saying that, I'm gonna definitely have to give it a shot. 
Um, yeah, you would love it. It's fantastic. I wanna I wanna talk to you uh, for a minute about the Octo expansion because Seth still hasn't gotten it, and I haven't gotten to talk to someone about it. And it was, it's so good, but it's so brutally difficult. And I don't think the difficulty is bad. I think sometimes the mechanics of the game can't handle the difficulty of what they want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can understand that. And again, I'm I'm still in the first half of it, so it probably is going to get a lot worse. But the difficulty is not bad. It's just, yeah, I can agree that like sometimes like when you're trying to roll an eight ball or like you're doing different things, sometimes the mechanics aren't like in place where they don't work quite well enough to be able to handle them asking you and like demanding such difficult yeah. tasks. Yeah. So wait till, I don't know if you've hit a level yet. But there are levels where you have to navigate using the uh, the jetpack. And that's your okay. main mode of navigation. And it is so infinitely frustrating because that the controlling that is very floaty. And yeah, now I don't want to spoil too much, but there's there's a lot of levels with that where you're using the ink jetpack to to move around. And gotcha. it is something. Okay. It is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what made them think that this was a sturdy enough mechanic to build complex platforming around, but boy, did they decide it. And the toughest ones for me so far have been the ones where you only have like a sniper um, or whatever they're called in Splatoon, and you're like having to kind of go around and avoid enemies, but also snipe them, and then you just kind of run out of ink to swim around in. But uh, that's the only trouble I've had so far. But I'm sure that I'll take your word for it that the jetpack's going to be brutal. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in there, man. I I'm excited to see your takes on Twitter and hear what you think because I finished it and it was uh, it the ending was so cool and there's so many cool little bits of lore in that mode in that DLC that. Really, it was well worth the. I think what was it, fifteen bucks or twenty bucks for the expansion? It was twenty. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, definitely worth it. I've been kind of avoiding the lore, not like I just don't really care about it, I guess. But I'm gonna try to catch up on all that. Like, it keeps giving you like the little mem cakes and all the little diary entries. So I think I'll catch up on that next time I play. Yeah, it's so the lore is really funny. So if you if you like, I mean, if you want to laugh, like it's it's definitely got some levity and humor to it, as well as some really weird, really weird depth to it. It's, it's a good time. <laughs> the lore is, the lore is fun for Splatoon. Um, All right, great. And I definitely should have played it by now, but I know, man, that's, it's, I it's, will eventually get it's to it. It's such a bummer that you'll get you there. You'll that. work your way up. Um, but speaking of uh, what you've played, Seth, uh, let us know what have you played? Well, it has been a bit of a hectic week for me, um, and I've basically been too exhausted to really play anything. There's been multiple instances where I've tried to get some runs through of um, Dead Cells, 
and just couldn't bring myself to do it. The other night, I, I loaded up um, a new map on Hitman, and I started walking around for a couple minutes, and I was just like, oh, I can't do this right now. Uh, so that's been, it's been uh, a bit of a rough go for me recently, with not much played. Hey, we all have those weeks. And we also... Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. No, I, I didn't have anything to add. Oh, we also have those weeks where you just play puzzle games all week because you need to shut your brain off, though. So. Yep. <laughs> that's the beauty. That's that's one of my favorite things about video games is that, uh, honestly, there's something for everyone and everything. And if you appreciate multiple genres and types of games, you find out that they fit different uh, ebbs and flows of your life. So yep. I'm sure right sure. now, if I picked up Captain Toads, I would be all about it because that's a great puzzle game. But Marianne has yeah. been monopolizing Captain Toad as well as she's been playing a ton of Stardew Valley. And I've been wanting to jump on there and play the multiplayer with her, but I haven't, which is my fault. Come on, Marianne. <laughs> So, with that, let's jump into some news. We will, uh, I think I think the way we'll structure this is we'll do, because we usually front load it with a bunch of Nintendo news, we'll do mostly other news, and then we'll, the back half will be all Nintendo all the time. So let's jump into it, because Gamescom is, I believe we're one or two days away from the end, but all the important conferences have happened. So we we got some good news out of those. One of them that I'm super excited about, because I'm a big fan of the series, is that the Halo Master Chief Collection is coming September 1st to the Xbox Game Pass which mm -hmm. is really cool, and I'm really excited to play through all those again. And I, right now, if you go on Amazon, Game Pass is still, if you pay for six months, you get nine. So that's a great deal. And everyone should have Game Pass. It's a stupid good deal. There's so many games on there. Um, it is unfortunate that Reach is not part of that collection. Yeah, it's crazy that it's not. And it we we talked about it in the ch in our chat uh the other night and it's it's a real shame because that game really rounded out the whole Bungie experience with Halo. Yeah. I also I I assume the answer is no, but will this version of of the collection have ODST? So I'm assuming that answer is no. Also, because ODST was, I'm imagining you can pay for the ODST DLC. Yeah. But ODST was yeah. a free gimme for the people that bought the Master Chief Collection back when it didn't. All work, right. Basically, when I had all those issues. So the 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 frustrating part about that, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up, Seth, is that that version of ODST was just the campaign, and it didn't even have the 
brilliant firefight mode that was in that game. Hmm. So even then, it wasn't a complete version of ODST, so it kind of was a, a waste. Even though yeah, ODST was a great game. Yeah. Oh, man. That was that and Reach were two amazing camp. I mean, all of the Halo, the Bungie Halo games have amazing campaigns. But ODST and Reach were so different from the other ones that really made them stand out. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we got the the news that the Sekiro game, I forgot what the subtitle is for that game. Shadows Die Twice. Shadows Die Twice is coming out March 22nd, 2019. That's pretty cool. That game yeah. looks insane. Um, also coming out in March, something I made Seth watch before we started recording... Oh, yeah. Is Devil May Cry Five, which definitely an insane trailer. I I never played any of the other ones. I know that some of them are on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure. I think all of them are. Um, I'm pretty sure. But irregardless, which is not a word, I have played none of them. But after watching this trailer, especially what happens at the end of the trailer, I am 100% going to play this game. <laughs> yeah. So in this trailer, you're you're playing. You, it's a gameplay trailer, and it's mostly gameplay of Nero doing cool stuff with his arms, which apparently there's going to be all kinds of different arms you can pick up in the world, and when you're done using them, you dispose of them. So, at the end of the trailer, really the money shot is the last 30 seconds where Dante drives a motorcycle into a crowd of demons, basically punches the middle of the the motorcycle and turns it into two chainsaw swords and starts hitting these demons and oh my God. grinding them and then putting the motorcycle back together and driving away. It really is an impeccable <laughs> so, scene. So over the top, so devil. It's, I wouldn't even say it's devil may cry over the top because this is like a whole nother level. Above and beyond, yeah. plus ultra. And uh, I'm just, I'm sold. Like I've I've said it on this podcast before, Devil May Cry is a game that I beat on almost all the difficulties if possible, and I'm just ready for this game to come out. I will be buying it for the PS4, because Devil May Cry is made to be played on the DualShock 4 controller. I don't care... Or it's made to be played on a DualShock controller. I don't care what you tell me. I'm, I'm glad it's out on Xbox, but... You know, is what it is. But that's coming out March 8th, 2019. And let's see, what else? What other news do I have? Ooh, Seth is super excited for this, I bet. Tell me, tell me. Uh, Supermassive Games announced... That they're going to be doing a Dark Pictures anthology, which yeah, this is a, it's definitely cool. Yeah, um, do you have any any notes about it? Because I've got some. No, I mean I don't know too much. I just uh, you know, read a little blurb about it. Um, that's gonna be a horror anthology game. The first one called Man of Medan. Medan. I don't yeah. know how that. I... 
I was saying Madan, so I I, Madan? I could be wrong too. That could be it. The four young Americans on a diving trip who encounter a World War II wrecked ship, which is pretty cool, and also very similar to a H.P. Lovecraft story. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, these are the people who made Until Dawn, which I absolutely loved. Have you have you ever, have you gone through it yet, David? No, because I'm too scared. It's not. Um, Until Dawn's a good game. It is. It's a great game. You should play with Marianne. Yeah, I think so. I, we need to. But yeah, I'm 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 very excited for this. It, it'll definitely be interesting. I I'm excited to see uh, what the other ones are if they all kind of follow the Lovecraft theme. May like. Well, I mean, it's not really love a Lovecraft. Well, yeah, it's just it's, it, it's sort of uh, Lovecraftian, I guess, in the sense of a horror that you don't know that you have no idea what it is. But this one, the first one specifically. Is similar to a Lovecraft story. Yeah. Uh, the only other news that I saw for other systems, and I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by this, is that Dark Souls is releasing a trilogy mm-hmm. on the same day that Dark Souls is coming to the Switch, which is in October on the 9th, I think. Yeah, it's strange. Um, I guess it's only mostly strange because... Actually, it's strange for multiple reasons. First of all, because the trilogy is not coming to Switch for some reason. Even though 2 and 3 are not like remastered versions. Um, it's not coming to, Euro- to Europe at all. Um, Which it was announced in Europe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have some kind of strategy going on with it, but it does seem weird. Yeah, it's 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 odd. I and apparently it's going to be like a limited release. Like this isn't going to be a thing that's available forever. So so it's only going to be limited physically. They're also going to sell it digitally as a that's true. collection. But it's eighty bucks, and it's going to be available in a limited quantity on physical disc but you know it's strange and which this kind of leads into the next little bit of news that joe reminded me of before we started recording that spyro got pushed back to was it november yep uh middle of november so do you think they pushed it back so they could try to get all three games on the disc? That seems to be the idea, but at the same time, I don't think it would have been pushed back almost two months for that. It might have been like a month of a delay. So I think it, it could be that, but it's definitely that they needed more time for Year of the Dragon. Because we've really only seen footage from the first two. And at Gamescom, we started to see a little bit of footage of the third game, Year of the Dragon. But... It does seem like they're scrambling to finish that game up still. And so I would bet they're trying to finish the game and give it some extra polish. And then um, there's been rumors that Toys for Bob, the developer, convinced Activision to also let them delay it so that they could put all three games on the disc. But then there's other you know leaks and theories that are out that say that 
it's impossible to put all three games on the list without a day one update because the games are too big to all fit on one disc. And so mm-hmm. you'd have to have three discs and Activision's not going to do that because, you know, that's more money. Yeah, it's definitely strange how, like, close to the release the uh, this delay was. Yeah, it was less than a month away. Yeah, usually you do not see something like that. So it had, I, I imagine it must have been something that, like, went catastrophically wrong yeah that they expected was going to be uh finished yeah for sure i i don't know game development is hard as we've learned over and over again yeah so i i don't want to put too much on it but it definitely sucks and there's probably not probably. There's definitely going to be some crunch for that studio leading up to this this launch. So I hope... Uh, oh yeah, they'll probably still have a hard time making it and they obviously can't delay it again because then you're past the Christmas season and then, you know, Activision... Like, you can't just delay it twice, so... Yep. But as Shigeru Miyamoto has said, a, oh, yes. a delayed game is eventually good. A uh, game released too early is bad forever. Yeah, I'm thrilled that they delayed it because, you know, that just gives me more hope for it. The only negative is that during, uh, like, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I work, like, 60 hours a week with my new job. And so trying to, you know, play Spyro, which comes out around Thanksgiving, and then playing Smash Brothers, which comes out right after. And then, you know, maybe making, like, YouTube videos on that. It's going to be pretty tough to schedule all that in, but I'll do my best. Yeah, but you also gotta like I know I I've seen a bunch of people kind of sighing in relief about this because it was scheduled to come out in in the middle of a, like four or five other major games. Yep, Spider Man, Tomb Raider, and um, and then Spyro, and then before Spider Man was what was it? Um, Destiny. For uh, Destiny. De- yeah. So yeah, those four at, at a minimum. Those four. Yeah, man. And then Super Mario Party is right around the corner in October. Yeah, they're coming at us. So maybe maybe that had something to do with with why it got delayed. Um, Probably a couple of, of well, go ahead. No, David. no, you go. I was just gonna say there was a couple of other non Nintendo things that I saw. Um, Assassin's Creed they they announced that there's not gonna be one in 2019, so it's taken a year off like they did before Origins, which is interesting for the best. And I mean, it, Origins was a very good game. Um, it was it was a lot different, uh, but they fixed a lot of stuff that was that had that had gone wrong with the older games. Uh, so we'll see where this takes us. Also, I saw this thing about uh, about Odyssey. Apparently, Evie Fry from Syndicate is somehow going to be in Odyssey. What? Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't understand how that could happen, but apparently she's in the game, which is strange. I mean, there was a bunch of weird time loop stuff in Syndicate. Yeah, but that's true. I still don't. I don't know. That's beyond me. I... I'm sure it'll be anima shenanigans. Yeah, for real. Um, and the other thing, um, there was a new uh biomutant trailer at gamescom and they announced it has been delayed uh to summer of 2019 which is too bad because it was supposed to come out this year uh but i i remember we talked about it in the last trailer it looked nowhere near close to done and i i was under no illusions that it was coming out this year yeah 
the oh that made me realize because i i brought it up to chris because he is all about this game microsoft did announce that that hunt showdown game is coming to xbox early access which is this weird pvp slash pve game where you hunt big supernatural creatures and stuff yeah so when you when you brought that i was i was surprised about this news only because i had already thought it was coming to xbox (laughs) really yeah i didn't realize it was it was not a uh an Xbox game until now. I didn't purely just because Crytek is making it, and they really like to shoot for the stars with their games. Yeah. So. But so, with that, we should jump into the Switch news, because I don't know what it's been about Gamescom, but it's got developers going crazy for this system. In the, in the weirdest ways. Yeah. The weirdest way, right out the gate, in my opinion, is that Saints Row the Third is coming out for this system, which I yeah. haven't heard that game's name since I worked the midnight release at GameStop. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, and I, like I, I, I get that you know people are putting older games on the Switch because it's a viable platform for stuff like that, but this is an old game. Yeah, it's. I mean, you could say the same for Diablo 3, technically, because that came out in 2012. Sure. But It's Diablo been constantly 3, getting updates, though. Yeah, it's constantly getting new stuff. There's been a new Saints Row game. There has been, hasn't there? Yeah, Saints Row 4. And I think there was another one. Or wait. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about no, that. No, it was, it was a Saints Row-esque game. They, they made one... Code breakers, lawbreakers, no. Yeah, lawbreakers was not a saint. I think Codebreaker is the developer. I, I maybe I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm telling you they've did, they've made another game. I did not mean to confuse you so you, badly. Why don't we get let's get back on track here? Yeah, sorry, you threw me. <laughs> So yeah, it's the it's coming to the Switch and it's too old, but hey. Here we are. Maybe someone will buy it. Um I remember I don't want to get too vulgar, but there are some things in this game that we had to specifically warn parents about. Like the the dildo gun? No, not it was not a gun, it was a bat. Oh, that's right. A bat. Uh oh well. Yeah, it uh we had a lot of parents with this game that we had to warn them about. Very yeah. So I mean good for them. I I don't know if that's gonna make any sales on the Switch. But I could be wrong. Yeah, you never know what people will buy. So with that there was also a bunch of old games announced. Grandia 1 and 2 are coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. I never played either of them, uh, but they are going to be HD remasters. I think I saw that they originally came out on the Sega Saturn. 
Yeah, they're kind of they're both kind of cult classic RPGs. Um, they've been released on other consoles. I I think I have them on Steam. Okay. Uh, but that's pretty cool. And for for old JRPG fans. And then the other game that was announced outside of the Nindy Direct was Hat in Time is coming to the Switch. Yeah, this is very cool. Uh, and also very, um, I don't want to say controversial, but it has had kind of a, a, a humorous um, impact on the Hat in Time community. Uh, because when it when it first released on Xbox and, and PlayStation PC, um, people on Twitter inundated the developers' gears for breakfast saying, uh, put Hat in Time on Switch. Uh, or is that time coming on Switch? Um, and and so eventually, whoever's running that Twitter account just got fed up with it and started um, sending slapbacks at people. Like, um, but they basically said that Hat and Time was never coming out to Switch, um, and you should stop asking us about it. I remember you reiterating that point to me on the podcast. Yeah, I remember specifically saying about it that it was not coming to Switch. Yeah, I was bummed. Um, and now here it is, which is cool. And there's going to be a, a co-op mode and a, and a new story mission. Um, which I, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm sure at the time when they said it, they uh, did not think it was possible. I know there were issues with the engine that they were using and its compatibility with Switch. Um so I, I don't think like they were lying. I think at the time it did not appear feasible for them to port it to the console. And now it is, uh, which is cool. But it was just kind of funny when it happened, all the people that were that were upset about it, instead of just being happy that it's coming to the coming to Switch, where they wanted it in the first place. So, so them and Blizzard are very uh, similar in that aspect. Yeah, where... that was also weird. Very surprising. Um you kind of glossed over it. They did announce that Diablo 3 was coming to Switch. No, we talked uh, about that last week. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. I don't, I, I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I, well, I have to delete the notes from the week before from my phone. So. Ah, okay. Um, It was actually announced that day. Um, Or it was, right. it was leaked, and then Thursday it was officially announced. Um, okay. But, so we talked about the leak. And then we, and Joe can jump in on this too, Blizzard took a large step back from their initial stance of Overwatch cannot make it on the Switch to, oh, we're, we're looking into it right now. Like, <laughs> because... Yeah, I mean, I thought I saw that they've said, they pretty much said that it was possible to... To put it on the Switch. Yeah. I mean, uh, are you... It's because the demand is so there. You know, like, at first they might be like, well, you know, we don't want to because it's going to be difficult. Or, you know, maybe they're making excuses. But then they realize, well, the demand's there, so we're going to find a way to make it work. Because a lot of people are getting this console and a lot of people want to play this game. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are having to deal with playing Paladins instead of our good game. So, you know... There's that. And I mean, I don't yeah. think, like, graphically, Paladins is that, is like a whole, it's like a 
this major step down uh, from like how intensive it is on the console. So, and and there are other games like it on Switch um, that it makes me think that it wouldn't be a problem for it to be on on Switch. It'd be cool to have it on there. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure that once they see how well Diablo sells, um, it'll definitely light a fire. Yeah, I could see that being like the test case. Like if if Diablo does sell really well, they'll probably go ahead with with green lighting Overwatch for Switch. Which I thought it was strange that they also said that StarCraft Two could not be on Switch. Like at the same time. Yeah, it's which was like um, which means they okay. tried. They obviously tried. Yeah, and I guess because it's got a touchscreen, it could it makes more sense than a console. But it was just like, um, all right, no one really was kind of expecting that to happen but okay um so yeah it it definitely makes sense that they're gonna try to do this especially because they've been pushing for overwatch to be like they're pushing overwatch legos now and overwatch nerf guns so it seems like the next logical step is to get it on the kid-friendly switch yeah. So I agree. Um let's let's jump into the Nindy Direct. Um Joe, what what stood out from this direct to you? So, I'm a huge Nindies fan or you know, should I say Indies fan and um I play a lot of indie games um but unfortunately I I didn't actually see the Nindies Direct from um it was like on the UK YouTube channel, right? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, so I completely missed it. Like, I, I think I saw some highlights from it, but the only game announcement for the Switch that was in the last few days that I was excited for was definitely a hat, um, a hat in time. Definitely want to play that game. Looks great. I don't know why I haven't already gotten it on a different console, but uh, once it comes to Switch, I'll definitely uh, think about getting it since it is going to have some extra content added to it. Um, but as far as the Nindies go, I kind of missed all that. So if you guys want to go through them and I'll jump in if there's a game that I, I hear that sounds, you know, like something I would want to check out. I mean, there were, there were some cool, some cool stuff on it. Um, it opened up with the, the new monster boy game, which is like, um, a, a platformer kind of thing with the kid who turns into animals who I'm pretty sure was an assist trophy in the previous smash game. Um, and it, it looks fun. Um, it had this weird, like, this, this, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was like a, uh, like a Saturday morning cartoon song intro playing over. Yep. Yeah. Which was really cheesy. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. Some of the other ones that I thought looked pretty cool was this, uh, Bad North game, which is kind of a, um, uh, a micro tactics game where you're, you're, you're commanding troops on this tiny island um, and trying to defend it from from all these uh, invading people. Uh, there's this cool like Zelda-like game, Zelda-looking kind of game called Moonlighter, um, which looked pretty cool. They announced um, this War of Mine is going to be on there, which is you know which is cool. Uh, Everspace was this space shooter game. Uh, it looks it looks. Visually, very impressive for uh, an uh, an indie game. Yeah, for sure. Um, very 
makes me nervous because it gave it gave me No Man's Sky vibes. Yeah, I but they they didn't show like any on planet stuff, so I imagine it's just all in space. Right. Um, there's this cool kind of looking word puzzle type thing called Baba is You, which it looks you know abstract but kind of cool. The thing that probably most excited me was uh, Slay the Spire. Um, which was a I don't know if it's on con- other consoles, but it it is it was a big Steam hit when it came out, um, and and like early access, uh, it looks really cool. Uh, it's one I'm definitely I'll definitely be getting for Switch when it comes out. Um, they also announced Windjammers, the 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 frisbee game is coming out, and there's going to be a sequel next year, which is cool. Uh, Prison Architect. Another uh, Steam gem, uh, and then there was a lot. There was a, a good bit about Morphe's Law, which is out now. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really seen what people's uh, reactions to it are, so we'll see. So, so my notes to that were: I, I wrote down standouts as I was watching it. Monster Boy looks dope as hell. <laughs> that was that was my one big standout is that game looks great, and it reminds me of this um, Sega game I played, Kid Chameleon, kind of? Yeah, I remember that It reminded me of that with the way that he could transform into different monsters. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Everspace looks crazy. That's my next note. Windjammers will be my new jam. Because I love weird little sports games like that. And if you give me a one-on-one weird ultimate Frisbee game, I'm all about that. Um, and I, I'm really excited that the sequel's coming. And it, it looks like it's going to have like an interesting cast of characters. So I, I'm, I'm sold on that forever. Terraria got a pushback again to 2019. Um... Terraria, if you didn't know, listener, or if you forgot Seth and Joe, was on the original list of games that Nintendo said was coming to the Switch. Really? Yep. I remember that. Back when they announced the Switch. Huh. And it is one of the last bastion of games that it's not canceled, but it's, Hmm. it's perennially being pushed back. And... There's a lot of. I imagine, it, I imagine it has to come out eventually. It's on literally everything else. So there's a lot of rumors that the reason that that developer canceled their sequel game was because they are trying to get this thing ready to be out on Switch. Hmm. And so, you know, because they did recently cancel their sequel space esque game. Yeah. So. And then the last exciting news was that Morphe's Law is out, which I'm buying Friday. So you will get definite impressions next week on that because I have been excited for this game, like stupid excited since it was announced. And uh, they, they teased at the end of the trailer where you can become the big person 
that's outside the map and shoot at the people in the map. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm just ready for that weirdness. I love it. I also love that other people on the Switch, and it's probably because they're kids and it makes me feel a little bad, are not as good at shooters as people <laughs> on the consoles. Oh, uh, Lord. And so it makes me feel better. I always do better on Fortnite on the Switch than I do on the Xbox. Really? Yeah. I always do. I am the complete opposite. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good on PS4, but when I play on Switch, I... I tend to suck. I mean, the people you play against are a little easier, I think, on the Switch, or at least they were, like, right when the game came out, because it was, you know, running off those servers, but um, in general, yeah, I'm not very precise, and it might just be because there's a little more lag on Switch, but I definitely have some trouble with it compared to PS4. Yeah, I I get, like, I get kills, actually, when I'm playing on Switch, and I don't when I'm playing on Xbox. So... (laughs) Well, if it's any consolation, um, I actually only have one solo win, and it was on Switch, and I don't have any solo wins on my primary account on PS4. Mm. I have tons of duo and squad wins. I just I can only ever get second place. But yeah, for some reason on Switch, I, I won a solo match. So I wish I could say I've gotten plenty of wins. I have one solo win, and it was in the Thanos mode. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I got in the top four the other night, and I freaked out and ended up dying. But you know, I had a, I had a good time. I actually technically ended up being second in that game. Fun fact, because I didn't realize I had put myself into group play, but I went in solo. So the other three people were on a team. So my chances were very little of actually winning that, anyways. Um. But yeah, Morphe's Law looks stupid good. Um, I'm imagining that we will be getting a another direct within the next month, a real direct, because yeah, I'd agree with that. Because we have the online dropping next month, or in a month, second half of September, which we're very closely nearing. Um. Yeah, it would make sense. It's because they have still been weirdly vague about what it actually is going to be, um, especially this close to it. Uh, so yeah, I could imagine that coming pretty soon. For sure. So we brought Joe on to talk about some Smash, and I know Seth has been sending me weird conspiracy videos about Isaac possibly being Smash. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, different YouTubers talking about um, Smash leaks and, you know, rumors and stuff like that. Uh, and so what I want to do, I know that we we did a little bit of this um, after the Smash Direct, like what we think is going to gonna be in. But I wanted to, like, go, go through some of these characters and get, like... Um, Maybe not definitive guesses, but what what we think could could be the the characters that are finally going to be in. Um, and there's been some some interesting leaks that uh, I, I want to get your guys' opinions on. Um, so first, I'll just talk about some of those. Uh, 
there's this one guy uh, these two two guys who post on game facts a lot that they've had stuff be right in the past one of them um he he he, he was the first one who had who talked about simon like months ago um i remember i don't know if we talked about it on here but i do remember talking to david about it um i feel like it was before e3 that the word about simon started getting around um but he has said that uh, Isabel and Ken are go- both going to be in as Echo Fighters, and that there's going to be a Gen 7 Pokemon in it that um, might be Incineroar. Ooh. Yeah. I don't I don't know how I feel about a, a, a Gen 7 Pokemon. Um, just because it's so recent, and it would be... Uh, I think it would be difficult for, for Sakurai to know which one was, is going to be the most popular for him to pick one. Uh, but yeah, that w- that would be interesting. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Yeah, so I definitely think there will be a new Pokemon character. We're obviously going to get one more Smash Direct right before release, so maybe at the end of October or sometime in November. Um, probably sometime in November would be the best bet. And um, I definitely think we'll be getting quite a few more Echo Fighters, including Isabel. sounds pretty likely. And then I'm guessing maybe three more fighters, um, at least two, but I kind of want to go with three. And I as well have been watching a lot of YouTube videos trying to figure out what the, you know, different theories and leaks are. And so there's a lot of stuff to sift through on YouTube right now in regards to the final, you know, three or four fighters, however many it ends up being. Um, Definitely a lot of theories. I've seen some strong cases for Isaac seen some really strong uh, arguments for Skull Kid, who seems like almost a lock at this point. And then um, there's definitely a few personal ones I'm still hoping for, but I'm sure we'll get to those in just a moment. Yeah, Skull Kid is, is, has been like the the super popular one since the, the direct, like with the, the moon being its own thing, uh, the whatever mushroom item that they showcased kind of taking... Doing the exact same yeah. thing that that Skull and Kid's assist Skull trophy Kids did. Assist tro- yeah, exactly. Uh, he it's had missing. the he had the mask for the amiibo characters in the last one, um, and then there's the conspiracy theory about uh, what was in the background of 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 Sakurai's yeah, the room, the purple and yellow <laughs> chairs, and then the the weird pillows that kind of looked like Skull Kid's uh, outfit. See- I had seen a tweet about the purple and yellow chairs, and I was like, okay, it's just a coincidence. Like, these people need to calm down. And then I actually watched a video, though, and it showed how, like, the couch is the color of Skull Kid's shorts or pants, and then, like, the pillow is the color of his mask. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is way more than a coincidence. It's, like, six different colors that match perfectly. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's always, like, you, you know that, that Sakurai knows people are out here looking for this stuff, and so all of it has to be on purpose. Um, but you always have to yeah, wonder, put like a Pac-Man cloud inside. The, yeah, there was uh, the Pac-Man trailer. cloud, um, and in bef- in the the last uh, the E3 when they announced it, there was like um, in the room he was in, there was like a, a barrel and 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 a bunch of like um, stuff that was t- sort of Donkey Kong esque, which could have maybe pointed to K. Rule being the next character. So I mean, you never know. I think Skull Kid would definitely be cool. Um, and certainly a lot of the, uh, uh, one of the leakers, uh, the main leakers has said that he's one of them and it does seem, people do seem to think he's, he's pretty likely. Um, 
So there was this, the big surprise, one of the big surprises of the, of the Smash Direct was Richter. Um, like, Simon was cool. A lot of people had thought it was going to happen. Then Richter showed up, which was crazy. Um, and it, it became interesting because there was this one leak, uh, well, it looks like a leak now, on 4chan that got Richter when no one else had. Um, it's this guy, he claims to have gotten hold of the demo version from CEO, uh, in Daytona, um, and apparently, like, looked through the data, and he claims that Gardevoir is going to be one of the characters with Gothitelle as an echo fighter of her. Ah. And I mean, it's, I think on its face is kind of crazy, sounding um but there is i do i do think it makes some sense gardevoir was a pokin character um gothitelle is weird but if you go through and look at it it adding these two like it would be gen 3 and gen 5 which would give each generation its own kind of representative in the game right um so i could understand that and it it would just be like uh, a, a Pokemon that makes sense as an Echo for for Gardevoir from Gen Five. I don't know what I believe about it, um, but I don't know. It's interesting. Gardevoir. I wish it was Gallade, but I guess he's a Gen Four Pokemon. Uh, um. Yeah, and with uh, with the Moon being an assist trophy now, you know that's gonna be interesting to find out what skull kids final smash would be if he does end up being a fighter uh, uh, that's like the big counter argument i guess for well i imagine it game. would be majora's wrath the final form from from uh whatever that was there is because yeah, the... then young link's final smash can be turning into the uh, fierce deity yeah and i, and I think it, it makes sense because they do seem to be going after like this heroes versus villains thing um especially if what you what people have theorized what the spirits mode is going to be about because they do seem to be setting up kind of this um yeah good, good versus yeah, bad ridley killed mario and yeah uh, and, and someone else and then luigi got killed and then maybe in the trailer for for uh skull kid he could kill young link and you know we can just keep going through people and and i love that because that was like the only big negative i had with the previous games rosters is we've never had a lot of villains yeah. It's always been just heroes fighting each other, and there were like three or four villains. But now we're actually going to have, you know, a, a sizable amount, like maybe close to a dozen or around a dozen villains. So the um, the last leak, which just happened recently, I really wanted to bring up uh, for you, David, because it's very strange. So there's this guy. I forget where it was on, but this guy who he revealed a bunch of details about the new Devil May Cry game before like they released a trailer and information about it. And then he goes on in this post to start detailing what appears to be a reveal trailer um for Smash Bros because like he 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 talks about how there are fire emblem characters in it and this giant dragon um uh, and this was this is before the Smash Direct and of course the the big dragon could be Rathalos, which was revealed, and then um, at the end of it, Dante shows up and and then there and and starts fighting. And he went into like what his moves, move, his attacks were in this trailer, and what his final smash was. Um, so that would be uh, insane if Dante was in the game. Oh yeah. So 
I mean, there was there was a lot of rumors before E3, I don't know if you remember this, that Capcom and Nintendo were going to be announcing stuff, and then... Yeah, I do, I do vaguely remember that. There was kind of nothing that came from that. And so, I'm imagining that that had to be it, maybe? I mean, Dante has been used in other fighting games, famously. Marvel vs. Capcom. So, it's... I definitely could see that. I would not be mad about it at all, trust me. <laughs> um, I'm a, uh, a real mark for anything Devil May Cry. So, I mean, give it to me. I, I kind of... I don't know. I really want Isaac. And I... I don't, honestly, and I, I may be wrong in this, but I don't care about having more Pokemon. I I just want my sweet Isaac and his gin. And if they have to add anyone else, just add some really cool Echo Fighters, I guess. I, I don't know... In my opinion, a lot of the Fire Emblem characters could have been Echo Fighters of each other, even though they, I know they all fight differently, but man, they it's just too much. And so the game is really overpopulated with the people with swords gimmick. And I, that's why I would be happy to see Dante, but I also would be kind of over it. If that makes sense. Yeah, he he definitely would be that w- one that is unique from the other guys with swords. Yeah, uh, I guess the closest approximation to him would be Robin, who has who has like range magic stuff. Uh, but there's no one who is as flamboyant with weapons in the game as Dante is. Yeah, or he would have like side to side speed like Little Mac, which would be cool. And he, I mean, Dante has a double jump in the game, so he would, it's, it's, that's not a stretch for him in a fighting game. There, it, it definitely fits, man. But I, yeah, I, I'm in. Because they could also do the Echo Fighter of his brother, um, Virgil, who is a main part of the series also. And yeah. he has a very similar moveset because it's his brother. Or they could just do Nero because Nero's going to be in the new game with Dante. So, I mean, just give it to me. I'll buy it. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to not buy this game. But uh, I definitely have things that I want in there. You know? Yeah, so I just had a list. I wanted to see how likely you guys thought these people were. Um, we talked about some of them. But the first one, the guy who I think is, in my mind, is kind of 100% locked to be in this game, I think Sakurai has said before about wanting to put him in, uh, is Gino from Mario RPG. <laughs> yeah, you know, those me costumes from the last game, a lot of them are getting put in, like King K. Rule. And uh, Gino, he's one of the ones on my list. I think he's one of the most likely ones. He's not one of my top picks, but 
I mean, he's such a weird character because he showed up in like the one game, and then I mean, I don't even think he's shown up in any party game since then, right? Just in Super Mario RPG. Yep he he is like he he he's a character that belongs to Square Enix, so that's why he has not been in, in exactly. anything else. Yeah, and like he's definitely like a cult classic character. Like, there's people that really love him, but I don't think most people playing Smash will know who he is. I would be down for him to be in it. I think it's not like 100%. I think that there's some characters that are more likely than him, but he's definitely up there. And I I'm, I, I would say if I had to go yes or no, I'd go yes, but just barely. Yeah. What about you, David? I need to play this game. <laughs> it's a hard game. I can't, can't finish it. I love Super Mario RPG, as I have said many times on this podcast. The music, so perfect. I imagine if he's in the game, he would probably get a stage as well. Oh, God. And and the music from that game could make it in, too, yes. with, like, new remixes. That Frankly, yeah. That's that's almost why I want him to be in the game, is just to get those <laughs> those hot remixes of those tracks. That'd be and so if amazing. if they did, like, a, a nice version of a stage from the game, yeah. like, you know, kind of three-dimensional looking, that'd be, that'd, yeah. But I... It, oh, sorry. Go ahead. To answer your no, question, you... I think that that is very likely... Uh, Stealth today tweeted that because he's been doing the translations of the Famitsu Sakurai articles, and yeah. I guess Sakurai basically came straight out and was like, "Yeah, we're using that poll for Ultimate." And yep, I saw that. Yeah, that was partially one of the things that that that, that spurred this on for me, um, because. I, I know people had been, they sort of assumed that is what it was, uh, but now for him to come out and actually say it really, um, it, it allows you to kind of focus on what you, what 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 may be the, the next stuff coming out. Uh, I know there was a guy on the internet somewhere who did kind of like a, a quantitative analysis of um, like what people, the the way people talked on social media about how they voted in the smash ballot. Uh, um, and he, he put it into this, this graph, uh, and Gino was one of the top people in, out, out of those tweets who have not yet been revealed. Like most of them, I think from, from his stuff, only bandana waddle D is, has not been revealed. Um, who I have a difficult time, uh, seeing in the game, but um, so yeah, he's a guy that I really think is likely. Who do you? Who's your most likely, uh, Joe? My most likely would be probably still Skull Kid. Yeah. Um, and Skull Kid would also be my number one or my number two most wanted. I would put Skull Kid and Paper Mario as my top two. Paper Mario is not going to happen though, but I wish it would. And then um, besides them. Uh, yeah, those are like the only two that I would really want. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know we have talked a lot about Isaac and while I think he is more, I believe he's more likely than, um, I previously did. It's still a thing that, uh, I will not fully believe he's in the game until I see it. I don't think Isaac's going to make it. Cause you know, like that series, it's just not, 
very popular. And I guess people could have said the same about Fire Emblem, and yet, like, Marth and Roy made it in when Westerners didn't even know what Fire Emblem was. So that's not going to stop it from happening. But, you know, like, there's definitely a small group of people that want Isaac, and it's a very vocal group. And, you know, like, that's a great uh, franchise. Golden Sun's great. But, like, I just, I don't really see it happening. Because if we probably only have, like, three or four new slots at a maximum. And if you're going to try to fit in, you know, all these other characters, there's so many characters that people want. There's, like, at least ten that are really, really demanded and requested all the time. And so if you can only fit, like, a third of the men, maybe half at max, I don't think Isaac's going to be one of the ones that makes it. I think... You are going to be surprised with how many new characters are announced in the next one. Um, but he said not to expect very many this time. Sure, he did. Like he, five. He, cer- he certainly did that. But I think, I don't know, after the last Smash Direct, I think all bets are kind of off at this point. Um, I'd agree. With and there's that. only been, what, four new, actual new characters announced? Splatoon kids. K. Rule, Ridley, and I and Simon. Yeah, so four actually new ones. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, and they and so that's not like that's not a whole lot. Well, I, so let me ask you this then: Do you think they're still going to reveal more stages, or do you think that the hundred and three that's it? No. So I think I I read something that the this what they said in the English version of the direct was not an exact translation of of what sakurai said in the in the english direct they said we are going they said something like there's going to be 103 stages um and it seemed like he was saying in in japanese that they're at 103 stages right now i mean they showed off the graphic there's still like slots for six more stages on there um and i don't i don't imagine they will have another direct without him revealing more stages yeah, there should be more, because if there's going to be a new fighter, you're going to want to have a new stage yeah. to go with him. Especially if it's someone like, you know, Gino, um, or or maybe a Pokemon, something like that. Um, I understand, like like you, I'm sort of trepidatious about Isaac, uh, but he he's a guy that he was highly requested from, like, back in the Brawl days. So he's been one who's been around, and there is a large contingent of people who want it and he did he performed pretty well on the smash ballot um of the you know the people that are remaining like some of them are are crystal and ashley were both on there and they've been revealed to be assist trophies um banjo kazooie is one of them on there who i was just about to get to banjo i'm probably more (laughs) optimistic than i was before i still don't expect i could see it as dlc there's a lot of things that um guys like rex from the from the new Xenoblade. I think if Incineroar or a Gen 7 Pokemon are in the game, I think it's likely as DLC. Um, so I don't. I don't know about Banjo yet. It would be. It would. I mean, it would be amazing. I would flip. I don't think Banjo is going to make it. I would like it. I've never played those games, but I still respect them so much that I would love to see Banjo make it in. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I'm and with then, you there. So the other third-party characters that still have a shot, uh, like I had really been thinking around E3 that Crash was going to make it. I I don't think that's going to happen. But the one that I'm really holding out for, the one I'm really hoping for is Rayman. And I think that he has the best shot between Rayman, Banjo, and Crash because, you know, Nintendo and Ubisoft have been so close. Rayman did really well from that data you were talking about, about the, um, the Smash Ballot. 
Uh, any of the research that's been conducted, usually he fared pretty well into the expectations of the ballot, and a lot of people really would like him, so I think he would fit. I think it'd be a, a good one, and he would definitely be, now that I think about it, my third um, most wanted after Paper Mario and Skull Kid. I do not think Rayman will be in the game. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think he will be. Yeah. I just want him to be, and I think he has a better chance than, you know, like, people were not talking about, and I think he has a better chance than Crash, but I still don't think it's likely. Like, the only ones that I, I definitely would say is a lock is Skull Kid. Shadow is probably going to be a yeah. echo for Sonic. Geno's pretty likely, and then um, and then maybe a Pokemon. So that's, like, three more right there. And then, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe Isaac... Um, but yeah, Rayman's probably not, but I would definitely like it. I agree. Um, the last one who I know that David would, would love, um, and apparently there was like an icon for them hit, buried in the data for Smash 4 is the chorus men from, uh, <laughs> oh my from God. A Rhythm Heaven. Uh, oh my God. Or even even any Rhythm Heaven kind of character. There was like this weird... And the thing that people were showing... Um, when they showed Donkey Kong at the end of... Uh, at the beginning of the, the K. Rule teaser, he was apparently reclining in, in a pose similar to one that Karate Joe from Rhythm Heaven was in. Um, in, one, in like one of the most recent games. Looking at a TV that was very reminiscent at the same one Karate Joe was looking at. Uh... I think those would be hilarious. You you know, there has to be something. In each of like the previous games, Sakurai has revealed a character like sort of out of nowhere. Um, they've mostly been from like retro games, um, so it's it's kind of hard to to imagine. But there's gonna be one just kind of out of left field. You got you have to you gotta assume that he's gonna throw in a curveball. Well, yeah, the uh, you never know. Like. Go ahead. The game has to have a Rob. And yeah. if anything, it's got to be the chorus men. I mean, <laughs> Beyonce played as the chorus men in a commercial. That's true. I remember that commercial. So, uh. man. <laughs> you never know, though. He could always do a curveball by putting Monita from Nintendo Land in there. I suppose that's true. <laughs> that would be... That would be something. That would be hilarious. I would totally play as it, um, but yeah, that would be a curveball. I just got so mad at you, like it. <laughs> oh, stupid <laughs> Monita! <laughs> Monita, you must charge your batteries. Oh Lord! Oh, Nintendo Land was fun, but there was. That's a great game. It, it was a. Uh, it was not exactly user friendly. <laughs> nope. <laughs> anyway, that's that's most. Mostly all I got. Um, I just wanted to see what we were thinking about some characters. So I had this idea the other day for a Smash character, and I know it wouldn't happen, but... Is it your your original character, Blonic? No, no, no. It's an Echo Fighter of the Ice Climbers, mm -hmm. but it's Mario and Luigi from the, uh, like the Inside Story games, because they mm. have hammers in that. Yeah, that would yeah. be that would be awesome. I mean, I know that that's like not gonna happen, so don't like jump on me. But I was thinking about if it. If that the happened other day. and Paper Mario didn't, I would be outrageously upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. 
I would be down I for mean, it. I mean, I'd like it. Because yeah, those games are amazing. Cool. Uh, it would be well. Sp- I mean, they might not want to say go that far because their their like, move set is similar. They use the hammers. They jump on people. The mm-hmm. the ice climbers shoot out the ice, and the Mario they brothers shoot out, shoot out either fire or turtle shells because they jump on the shells. True. They they could do that. It's just you know, yeah. My head cannon. It's fine. So then there would be three different Marios, and that'd be... Listen, Dragon Ball Fighter Z has, like, 20 Gokus. (laughs) (laughs) I do wonder about Echo Fighters, though. I bet there will be some that we are not expecting. Um, Because, like, the fact that... What's his name? Simon has an Echo Fighter. Uh, It's just kind of... The floodgates are open, in my opinion, for for anyone to have an Echo Fighter. Because they've said in the like past, Doctor Luigi. They've said in the past that like they're they're in there because they don't take much time to make, um, and so I think I think they could be like every character could have an Echo Fighter. Do you think that Evie could be um, in there as an Echo Fighter for like Pikachu somehow to kind of promote you know the new game? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I think, this, from what we've seen, most of the stuff has been focused on like older games. And I know that Eevee is an old character, but has it has not really been in the spotlight. Um, I think. But but as for, for for DLC, I think it's entirely possible for them to do stuff uh, promoting new games. I fully expect them to do to have the protagonist of the new Fire Emblem game as a DLC character. Yep. I, yep. I don't disagree with that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I Echo Fighters, I am really bad at imagining them. And so it was kind of... Oh. I felt kind of like a genius yesterday, even thinking of the Mario and Luigi from being Echo Fighters for the Ice Climbers. Well, very good, David. The other character, there's one character I also kind of think is is like 99% likely, and that is uh, Dixie Kong. Oh, yeah. I would put that at pretty much 100%. Yeah, it's odd. I thought that the announcement was going to go for Dixie Kong. Yeah. And then it didn't. So, I mean, we're we're still here. We're still enjoying it, so. I mean... <laughs> I can see it in the next one. They they announced Ridley in the last one, and then had an Echo Fighter from from Metroid in the next one. So there could be some sense in that, and them announcing Dixie in the next and the final Smash Direct. But we'll see. Yeah, and I mean, if they have DK, they have Dixie or, or uh, Diddy Kong, and then they have King K. Rule. They just need Dixie, and then they'll have you know the four of them, and you can have four player battles with them. There you go. Uh, and it would be really great. And I mean, I don't think Cranky Kong's gonna make it, but Dixie at the very least can. Oh man, Cranky should be an assist trophy. That yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I would love to see instead of Cranky Kong, the Cranky Rabbit, and he <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, would ride around cool. on the Bebo or whatever that thing is. I hope that uh, DK has a a. Like a, a an alt color of the rabbit Kong. Oh my gosh! I that that could be good Echo Fighters if they 
try to. That doesn't even need to be an Echo Fighter, though. Yeah, it could you just, could just be a throw skin. it on there. Yeah. If they they work in the the Rabbids license, that could be Ubisoft's tie-in. Yeah. Oh, there was one last thing I I, I wanted. What do you think about? Um, there's been a lot of talk about Minecraft being in the game. I don't think it's going to be a character, but what do you think uh, about Minecraft being in the game? As a stage? Yeah, something like that. A stage. People have talked about Minecraft Steve being a character um, from, I guess, that's the, the story mode. I don't know, but there's apparently, people have speculated there's going to be some involvement of, of Minecraft in the game, which which kind of makes sense from a I'd be down for a stage, but that's standpoint. about it. It'd be cool if it was kind of like randomly generated and every time it was a little bit different. And then it could have stage hazards like the creepers coming out and you know skeletons and stuff like that. Yep. I don't think it's going to happen, but it'd be cool. I would mainly be excited for AJ, our nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, he would he would enjoy also that. Also because I told him that we would one day be making YouTube videos possibly and he then said, "Well, you better make Minecraft videos." And I died a little on the inside but uh you know at least it's not fortnite yeah that's true i'm not good enough i'm not good enough at all to make videos playing fortnite so but that's about all i got as far as smash stuff i just wanted to pick your guys brains about what you think is going to be in the next in the in the next game are, are we gonna have to put a moratorium on smash we we talk about it a lot. Yeah, probably. <laughs> until until there's actual concrete news, we can we can put it to bed. We'll reconvene after the next direct. Yeah. yeah. In a couple couple months. All right, and uh, and with that, we appreciate you for we appreciate you listening to us talk about this, and the council is uh is going to reconvene after the next Nintendo direct. But uh, in the meantime, you can listen to me and Seth every week. Uh, drop in every Wednesday and or Thursday, depending what schedules permit. We try to release at the same time, but life happens. And so we appreciate you listening. Give us a follow at all these social medias. Hit up Joe Pro at his YouTube. Um, I YouTube is so weird with links. Uh, is that a specific link or... Just search Joe Pro. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, if you just search Joe Pro, that's the easiest way. There is a link that's like Joe Pro Gaming, but it's easier just to type in Joe Pro. Yep. All right. So check out his videos there. They are good. Um, if he's fine with it, we'll, we will eventually put them onto uh, the Suplex Sticks website as articles. And that way you can find them there because he is a frequent host. And. Yeah, of course. We uh also whoop. make sure you uh if you're on Twitch, you should go follow my main man, the real Nipdog Five. Uh he's 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 an up and coming Fortnite streamer, so go check him out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a good we inside all? joke and I support it. So No, he's a real person. I mean it is also a joke, but he is a real person. Yeah. Um But is he actually good? Oh, uh, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. All right.
Goodbye. Goodbye.